Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. Hi, everyone. It's so great to be with you again. I hope that you are enjoying my podcast, and I am truly grateful for you taking the time to listen. I want to move on to the next chapter in my book, Stepping into the Light, Chapter 4. And it's the follow-up from the last two weeks of podcasts. When I returned to my home in Kansas, I decided it was time for a change. During our next phone call, I told Scott that I wanted to move to Pennsylvania. I remember saying something real stupid and sarcastic like, Well, if you can decide to go to Afghanistan and stay another year, then I can make this decision on my own, too. I know, it sounds like all kinds of crazy, but remember, my ego was running the show at the time, telling me lies and making me believe all kinds of crap. I was still hurt and angry, and I wanted desperately to fix the pain inside. Somehow... I just knew that moving to Pennsylvania was the next step for me. I put our house on the market, began packing up all of our things, and secured a place to live. In no time, I was on my way to those endless mountains where my life would take so many twists and turns. I had no idea of all of the amazing, and sometimes not so amazing, things that were waiting to reveal themselves to me. This, my friend, was where life began to get interesting. As I settled into my new home in Pennsylvania, I continued my career as a speech-language pathologist, working with elderly clients as well as young children. I decided to open a private practice again, And as I had been successful in Kansas, I knew that I could build it up here as well. I lived in a small home in the woods, close to one of the area's largest lakes. Although I had neighbors, they were seasonal and not around often. It made for the perfect little secluded spot where I could spend time in solitude and even crank my music up and dance when I felt like it. I just loved my little house, although it needed so many updates. A little old couple, both of who had passed away, had owned it before me. My husband and I had purchased the home with all of its contents, as the family just wanted to sell it quickly after their passing. There was so much stuff, and I would imagine their life together as I sifted through the contents. I just adored my new home and I felt so peaceful when I was there. I couldn't wait to return home after work each afternoon and take walks outside with my dog, Sassy, and swing in the hammock. I spent my time reading, listening to beautiful music, and watching the deer play in my yard. My little red house 
would prove to be so much more than just a place to put my feet and rest. It would serve as a place of incredible self-realization. My life took so many twists and turns over the next several years. My marriage, once such a magical union, would not withstand the test of time. The pain inside had grown too much to bear, and I sought love in someone else's arms. I had an affair. And if the pain I already felt from missing my soulmate wasn't enough, it only grew worse when I decided to commit the ultimate betrayal. And although I had turned towards one of the kindest and sweetest men I had ever met, my internal struggle grew deeper. I had such disgust, guilt, and shame for what I was doing, which only grew deeper day by day. And let me just say one thing here. If you have issues with loving yourself as I did, having an affair will really fuck things up. I'm not passing judgment, believe me. I'm just telling it like it is in the hopes that it might spare some of you from the horrible self-loathing that can accompany such an act. It took me several years to finally forgive myself for what I had done, and I don't wish that on anyone. In hindsight, I can say that I learned one of the most important and most difficult lessons of my life. You cannot fill what is missing within yourself with anyone else. You must learn to love yourself first. Needless to say, my marriage did not survive. As time went on, the bond that we had once shared completely disintegrated. I know that neither one of us meant to hurt the other, but so much hurt had occurred. Too much to mend, I guess. As discussions of divorce began to take the forefront, I knew that both of our hearts were breaking into a million pieces. I called on the angels to help us both to help us heal whatever that meant for each of us. I asked them to help me forgive myself for not being the wife that I wished I could have been. I asked them to be with Scott and help him heal from the whole ordeal. I knew we both felt lost, but I knew deep in my heart that the angels would be able to help. Our journey together came to an end, and we were each forced to find a different path. A path that would lead us to the next chapter in our lives. As time moved on, I slowly began to heal. The resentment and anger that I had for myself had a strong hold. But I continued to work with the angels daily to let it go. My heart ached for what I had once had, and I would cry out in desperation. I just can't go on like this. Please, angels, help me let go of this pain. I worked with Archangel Michael frequently, 
cutting cords to the past so that I could try to heal. I struggled with self-forgiveness and self-worth and had to begin using daily mantras just to convince myself that I was worth a damn. Although I felt alone in the physical sense, I knew the angels were constantly around me. I could feel them surround me as soon as I called on them. And if I closed my eyes, I could even see them. I had healing sessions with them every evening where I would lie down and envision my body. I would often see so many holes where I held low vibrational emotions like sadness and guilt and shame. I would lie there and ask the angels to fill me up and to make me whole again. I felt their presence around me and knew that they were doing their best. It was my own struggle with forgiving myself that was getting in the way. The angels had the ability to heal me completely if I would just surrender. All I needed to do was to forgive myself and let go. Life continued and gradually so did my healing. With each day I began to feel a little better. I started to let go of the past and realized that there was nothing I could do to change it now. My only choice was to move forward and try to do things better. I knew I had to forgive myself and I continued to ask the angels to help me do just that. I continued to pray and meditate daily and over time, I began to feel my heart getting full again. During meditation, I would often envision my heart being infused with love and light. Over time, it began to glow brighter and brighter as I released all of the crap that wasn't serving me anymore. The angels were answering my prayers. They were filling me up and they were helping me heal so that I could find love again. I want to thank you so much for listening today. And I hope that my story somehow helps you. Helps you learn to forgive yourself, to love yourself, and to truly let go of that which no longer serves you. The angels love you so much, and they want you to realize your worth, that you are beautiful, you are here for a purpose, and that you are so loved. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to Stepping Into the Light. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast with your family and friends. And be sure to visit Julia's website, at juliatreat.com to sign up for monthly cyber swag, including meditations, rituals, readings, and lots of other life-changing stuff straight to your inbox. It's free.